or something that screws it up. Ring that bell. That's all you got to do. Yo, DJ, ring that bell. You can ring it more than once, but if you ring it twice, it shuts it off. So. Huh. Yeah. 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 Like I said, I I used to get the uh, notifications for the show going live, and for some reason, it stopped. Stupid thing. I don't get the notifications for this show, and I know I'm. I've got the bell rung. Yeah. It's a shitty show, Steve. No, yeah. I so mean, if you want the notifications for the show, try ringing the bell again. Uh, subscribe also, again? No, not subscribe. There's a little bell icon next to the subscribe button. Okay. Hit that bell. Okay. That's the, that's the notification bell. Now you, I think you have to ring that now. To, didn't used to, but now you do to get the notifications. Oh. Yeah, it's kind of wacky, but it does. You having a better week this week, Steve? Uh, I think so. I, I'm not going to be fake Steve tonight. I'll be real Steve. Real Steve. Yeah. Hmm. I think we got some things done and fixed and worked on. All right. Except my fucking phone. That's that's gonna be a problem. It's gonna be a problem. Okay. All right. I wonder if Apple will take it back. Yeah, yeah. Apple's not great about that shit. It's their phone. Doesn't really matter. Flawlessly for a year. Doesn't really matter. Are you uh, ready to do this show? Oh yeah, whatever. Yeah. All right. I need my phone. Are you done with your phone? Yeah, I set it off to the side. You, are you okay? No, not really. You gonna be all right? Just stressing me out. That's all. Does, does, big, all right. does big boy need a binky? Well, that's how I make my money. I understand like, that, Steve. Yeah, well, I kind of need it. So yes, yeah. I'm stressing out a little bit. All right. All right. Start the fucking show. All right. This is the Forty and Slip episode twenty-four. If I could put time travel in a bottle, welcome. Ooh, I like that title. One of my uh, favorite songs. You're a Jim Croce fan, are you? I, I'm a huge Jim Croce fan. Yeah. Who isn't? Uh, listen, I don't want to speak to you if you're not. <laughs> yeah, right. I know. You know, I mean, I got a name, Steve. I got a name. I like James Taylor, too. James yes. Taylor's the shit. Oh yeah, this is, that was the you know the best music, some of the best music ever produced by those two guys. His uh, n- new version of "Fire and Rain" he did, um, on Steve Cole, Stephen Colbert's show, I think it was, was fucking hilarious. I'm not sure I wanted to see a new version, but it it was completely comedic. Uh, I'll have to look at it then. So you might enjoy it. Yeah. Um, bad, bad Leroy Brown. That's shit, man. That but before stuff. we get into the stuff of the night, Steve, do you have news? Oh, that's like fake, fake news. We really got to work on our fucking news bumper. It just sounds like a British guy going da 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 da. A very tired British guy going. Yeah. Da, 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 da. 
I agree, Steve. I mean, we changed the time of the show and all, but it's still uh, it needs still, work. Still rough for him, Steve. <laughs> New York Post. Hey, an actual real source of news. Ooh. New York Post. Uh, Bigfoot's in New Jersey, apparently. Uh, Where in New Jersey? I'll tell you. The legendary uh, Bigfoot was allegedly spotted in South Jersey's densely wooded Pine Barrens, uh, adding to the dozens of sightings on the, in the Garden State since the 1960s. According to the group that logs credible, quote-unquote, accounts of the big hairy bipedal creature. Uh, this is a witness testimony, I believe. In a split second, I saw something brown on two legs and about six feet tall sprint behind the car, writes... Uh, an eyewitness, Trisha, in the latest log, uh, latest sighting log by the BFRO, who tracks those sorts of things. Uh, she said, I caught it in my rear view mirror uh, on April, uh, I guess the sky was overcast on April 7th as she was driving with her husband and dog near Brown Mills in Ocean County. Uh, Bigfoot in the Pine Barrens. I think she's legit. It's having a fight with the Jersey Devil, Steve. Well, I always wondered why you didn't see a lot of Bigfoots there. I think the Jersey Devil's losing ground. I agree. She goes on to say, I was kind of thinking to myself that my eyes were playing tricks on me, but it, I just couldn't shake it, she wrote. Uh, she explained that after taking some pictures of the wetlands, they got back in their vehicle, and she started to drive on down the dirt road, and she glanced back in a rearview mirror and saw a tall, lanky, brown-haired uh, biped leap across the entire road wrote uh, BFRO investigator Eric Spinner. That's a cool name. That's a good, that's a good name, Eric Spinner. Uh, she explained it after... Oh, I already read that part. Never mind. <laughs> I've known some spinners in my life, Steve, but none really of them were good. named Eric. Yeah, I was doing really good, and then I reread a part of the story. She described how his legs, or its legs, were splayed like a dancer, each leg pointing opposite... And the arms, too, were moving back and forth, Spinner wrote. A trip uh, to the encounter location and covered, uncovered, no tracks, no hair, no other evidence. Spinner added, still, it doesn't get much better than to have a chance to interview. When does it up with evidence? Uh, that's funny because, you know, there's no evidence. Yeah, it happened, but there's there's no evidence. Ah. <sighs> By the way, uh, this is from SputnikNews.com. I have no idea if that's a legit source of news or not, but it's a, it's a cool story. Okay. Uh, this is about the Tasmanian devil. Uh, apparently, people thought it was extinct, but a ha healthy clan of them has been found, so that's cool. Uh, scientists working to save the species of small furry mammals discovered a healthy troop of the marsupials known in academia as, oh boy, uh, Sar Sarcophilus Harris. I'm sure, I'm sure that's what it is, Steve. I think so. And are uh, fighting to save the endangered creatures from extinction. The animal's population was slashed following the spread of a fast-acting and highly infectious facial cancer that killed over 80% of the species, according to the BBC. Inbreeding. Yeah, maybe. Inbreeding no, that's face what cancer. Say. Yeah, because their gene pool was so shallow. I see. Same thing's killing off lemurs in Madagascar. Face cancer. Mm. Yeah. I think... <laughs> it's a thing. They've done studies. All right. I'll trust your 
studying studying a crowdfunded campaign to discover remaining healthy specimens if they existed sent a search party to extremely remote regions of the island uh, large areas of which are a little explored a god almighty a collaboration between the U university of sydney uh faculty of science and the university of sydney ugh, and ohio's toledo zoo and the save the tasmanian devil program uh, the research team explored wilderness areas across Rec Bay and Nye Bay, seeking to trap the animals and gather tissue samples uh, to enable health and genetics tests. Now, here's I gotta say, I gotta add a little bit into this. That's the way you do it. You do a GoFundMe or a crowdfunding thing. You get real scientists to go out and do it. And guess what? They got some fucking results. Right. Which is yeah. what we've said about a lot of this stuff for a long time. Oh, the 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 Fordian subjects. Apparently, they uh, trapped 14 of them. 14 individual devils were trapped and are in good condition. So that's pretty cool. But that's, that's awesome. I mean, that's a good, I, I like that story, Richard. That was a good one because they, it, it just. Yeah, that, that one came from me, Steve. Oh, I like that story, Chris, because it's mm. a good one. It just proves that if you do it right, you will get some sort of results. Well, it helps if the thing you're studying actually exists. Oh, yeah, I get that. <laughs> but you'll get results. But, either. You'll either get results to prove it or results that strongly disprove it. Yeah, I think my phone is completely dead now. Fucking phone. Two surfers attacked by shark. I was going to read that one last. Never mind. <laughs> I'm going to go skip wow. that. <laughs> wow. Just, Great news, just man. So professional. Well, you know, I'm so I'm, I'm upset tonight. I'm not doing well. Aliens on Mars again. Apparently, they found a another statue. So that's wow. pretty cool. Alien hunters and UFO enthusiasts spend their days scouring through images of Mars taken by NASA's Curiosity rover and uh, beamed back down to Earth. Uh, most often than not, the images are of nothing more than the red planet's jagged, dusty plains. But every now and then, an interesting find pops up on the radar. Uh, Art Alien TV, very, very uh, legit sounding, a conspiracy YouTube channel dedicated to this task, claims to have uncovered concrete evidence of ancient statues and structures dotting the Martian landscape. Uh, the latest bizarre finding appears to show the head of an ancient cat statue, strongly resembling the head of a full-grown lioness. Uh, Joe White, 45, the self-titled space journalist, Oh, God. Who runs the unusual video outlet asks his audience to have an open mind while uh, scrutinizing his discoveries. Open your mind. Kwatu. In regards to the cat statue finding. Open your mind. Said, is this a carved cat statue on Mars? And this interesting curiosity rover image from NASA. It has a square hinge or clip on the neck as if it were repaired or jointed. It looks a bit like a lioness head or perhaps a similar cat or other creature that has broken away from the body. Body is nowhere to be found, by the way. Uh, it's about four inches long. <laughs> or less. Uh -huh. uh, there are interesting nodules on the snout where... It's uh, partially broken. Could these be barnacles or encrusted pebbles uh, where it may have been submerged in water? 
Many of Mr. White's viewers were convinced he had stumbled upon a groundbreaking discovery. Many more were Walter White? Him. Was it meth? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, some suggested the statue is one way or another linked to ancient Egyptian civilization, because it always is, apparently. Uh, with many conspiracists believing it was regularly visited and influenced by extraterrestrials, ancient Egypt, of course. YouTube YouTuber Wonder Woman Smith said, "Wow, comment, yeah, I know, ancient Egyptians from Mars. They were heavily into cats and considered them sacred. Makes perfect sense to me." Yeah, actually, out of all the Mars rock photos I've ever seen, this one actually does look like a cat. So it's actually a pretty cool one. Yeah. But yeah, it's just. You didn't, you didn't dig the woman on Mars? Uh, no. This is the first one that I've actually thought resembled what they thought it resembled. At least, you, you know, there's an eye socket. You can see a mouth. You can see where the nose would be and stuff like that. Right. So it actually resembles. It isn't what they think it is, but it actually resembles it. So this one is a pretty good one. I'm down. Two surfers attacked by sharks on Western Australia coast near a pro tournament. Must be the pro surfing tournament. Two people have been bitten by sharks while surfing on the same stretch of Western Australia's southwest coast on Monday. A 37-year-old man was bitten on the lower leg at Cobblestones Beach in Gracetown uh, near some surfing tournament. Uh, friends used the rope from the victim's board as a tourniquet. Ow! And provided first aid until emergency crews arrived from Margaret River uh, within six minutes. Uh -huh. the, yeah. A second man was bitten while surfing off left-hander speech about 2.30. Jason Longgrass, 41, told reporters in Gracetown that he had not heard about the first attack, did not know the beach was closed, because if he had, he'd have stayed the fuck out of the water. I'm paraphrasing. He identified the shark as a four-meter-long great white and said he managed to push it off after it bit his board and returned to shore. He was treated by paramedics at the beach. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know what that has to do with our show, but that was the news story that was given to me. Sharks are dangerous, Steve. Well, yeah. Maybe it was like a giant great and it's And it's a conspiracy. You've seen Deep Blue Sea, haven't you? No. Oh, wait. forgot who I was fucking talking to. Anyway, that is the news. The news as it is. So, um, before and before we get into the you know the topic du jour, I guess, which we've talked about before, anyway. Um, I started watching that documentary on Netflix, Wild Wild Country. Have you seen any of this, Steve? I don't recall seeing any of that. No. Oh, it's the Bakwan, dude. You got it. it's, it's fucking. It, it was eye opening in a in a way because here's the problem that I have with the whole thing. These people came here to this country to set up their their beliefs or whatever because America had freedom of religion. So they find this spot out in Oregon. Granted, it was near this small town. And they were into like free sex and love and all that shit. So they try to create this little space in this area that they create. And townspeople have a fit. So they go after them and make it so they can't do anything on their land. And then the people, the Rajneeshis, they're called, they follow the Bhagwan. 
they start moving into the town so that they can vote and take over the town council. And like they had plenty of people to flood the town with the town's population doubled. It had a population of 40. It went to like 95. Hmm. And they were able to do this very easily because a lot of people wanted to sell their property and get out. And they, you know, I haven't finished the documentary yet and seen what, how it all goes down completely, but it was, it's fucking crazy. Like they just, they came in and they just took over, but I don't know who is more to blame in this. I don't know because America is a place where you can, you can get people of like-minded uh, beliefs and get together and you can vote. We do it all the time, every election, mm-hmm. um, you know, on a broader scale, I think. But so they weren't doing anything wrong, really. But they were perceived as this satanic cult because they believed in free love and all kinds of shit. And there was some videos that had leaked out of some stuff that had happened, I guess. I don't know what the whole thing was going on there, but it's pretty fucking fascinating. You might want to check it out, Steve. I think it's something you might like. What was that called again? Wild, wild country. Wild, wild country. Interesting. Yeah. About the Bagwan. Bagwan? The Bagwan. I also went into a loop um, of watching Penn and Teller's bullshit. I watched a few of those episodes back in the day, but I haven't seen it in a long time. Didn't really care for it. No, I mean, I like it. Um, it's kind of like how we look at things, you know, we, yeah, but they exaggerate their, their side and and they, I think sometimes they make the evidence fit what they want it to, too, you know, just as bad as, as some people that we talk about do. Yeah. I I had a fun time watching it though. Yeah. Yeah. I asked my son what he learned. He said cryptozoology, uh, sexual enhancement drugs. And, uh, I can't remember what the other thing was. He said was all bullshit. Well, for the most part, yeah. So, yeah, I found the one on cryptozoology. I'm like, we have to watch this one. Uh, this one has to be. They did that one, Bigfoot one. Uh, That's the cryptozoology. It's, it's the yeah. only one they did on it. Yeah, and I wasn't impressed. But whatever, you know. It's all good. I mean, hey, I, I like everybody else want to believe you know, who who's has an interest in this. But I have a rational fucking mind. And my rational mind says, you know, that this shit needs more to back it up. And I can't I can't stand behind something until I have evidence. Right. At this point, there's not even a shred of evidence that would back any of it up for, you know, it's all circumstantial. There's nothing. Best. There's nothing I've seen that's. I've been like, that's it. That's the thing. I, I'm fucking behind it now, 100. percent I haven't found it. No, and you're not going to. No. Not, a, not in our lifetime. I don't think. No. Sadly. And finding Bigfoot's ending, Steve. Finally. Yeah. Well, moneymakers just going on and make another show. He's going from Bigfoot to little people. So, oh, now he's on to little people, something like that. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So, um, 
it looks like, and I, I I hate to count my chickens before they hatch, but I have spoken with the man. I'm I'm excited. And it looks like we are going to have the John Teeter that we spoke about that we found on Facebook on the show. Yeah. Next Sunday. I've been in talks with him. Um, I have his phone number. Um, I'm going to try to get in touch with him over the course of this week to set up a, a hangout to test. Right. Um, he's never used Google Hangouts, so. Wait a second. Whoa. <laughs> I, I, I don't know what to tell you, Steve. <laughs> well, I'm sure the technology of the future is far advanced, and he's just, you know, learning this primitive shit. Yeah. That's what it is. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know what 2036 holds for us now in this changed uh, reality that we live in, in the multiverse. So what if we get him on and ask him, you know, are you the John Teeter that, that posted all this stuff back in the day? And he says no. Then uh, what? I don't know. I mean, then we just go with it, we I just guess. Just end the show. <laughs> now, this has okay, been folks. the Fortean Slip, episode 25. <laughs> That's that's the way it would go. I mean, I, I, don't, I don't know. It depends on, depends on how entertaining he is. Okay. I mean, we don't know. I, I do plan on doing the test, not test show, but test audio with him this week. And we'll find out. We'll find out what he's about. Because I don't know. He hasn't talked to me much in the messages I've sent him. It's been very... Well, he's quick. not used Thanks. to this primitive form of technology and communication. I'm sure that in the future they got some sort of mind speak thing going on. I don't know, Steve. You're just thinking it sends a text message or something. I, I I don't have a clue. I don't know what they had. I don't know if it's much more advanced than what we have now in 2036. I don't know. Yeah, well, it's got to be somewhat more advanced. I mean, that's a few years from now, and you know, they're still using an IBM 5100 to repair the infrastructure. So right, and yeah, we're we're gonna definitely have to ask him about that. Yeah, I, I just, I mean, it's one of those, those things that I have a love for because I su it sucked me in so bad, and then I was like, oh, it's really kind of shit. <laughs> As time went on, and it didn't take all that much time for me. So, yeah. I mean, I, I, I just, I think it'd be fun if the guy has a personality. I think it could be fun. If not, we're just going to have to do the best we can with it. That's right. We do the best we can with everything. But if is time travel fucking real? Yes. I, I guess it's possible. I mean, we, we all technically time travel. Right. We move one second per second into the future. Right. So. And Richard moves faster than we do because he's already a couple he, several he's hours. ahead he knows what's going on so after midnight right now yeah he's like into the next day already richard sorry what, i'm moving past drawers I, I wish you wouldn't well i'm i'm sorry so yeah, yeah. No, it's in about three hours of civil war that's gonna kick off uh i'll see if i can avert it for you but no promises so if it doesn't happen, that means you've averted it. Yeah, I'm basically like a superhero. You're the best. You're Time Lord. Yeah. I want to be Time Cop. I mean, because Doctor Who was British. Has been British. 
whatever. The Every incarnation. UK. I, well, I mean, he's been in that area. Not necessarily British, but in that area. So, maybe Richard's Doctor Who. Do you have a phone booth anywhere near you, Richard? It's not a phone booth. It's a police box. Oh, police box. I'm sorry. Is police there a box? phone in said police box? No, okay. they don't exist anymore. Oh. I don't care if they exist anymore. Is there a phone in those police boxes? Yeah. Okay, then it's a fucking phone booth. No, because it's for exclusively calling the police. Yeah. On a phone in a booth. Yeah, but with phone booth. Phone booth. <laughs> yeah, but with phone booths, you can call anyone. A police box is a police box. In the strictest sense of the word, in the strictest interpretation of what a phone booth is, it's a booth with a phone in it. You're lucky I'm not one of them Doctor Who super fans because they'll <laughs> literally kill you if you call the TARDIS a phone booth. Just saying, in the Will strictest they? definition of a phone booth, it is a phone booth. It is not a phone booth. With. It is a police box. Are there police in this box? Yes, there's three police <laughs> no, officers. Not. No, they're not. They hang around there. How do you know? You've never been in one. I've seen them on TV. You walk into one, you press a button, and it lowers you to an actual police station. That's what happens. But there are no police in the box. No, they're under the box, in the police uh, station. It's not a police box. It's a citizen box. It's a dick it's, in a box? Police don't use the box. And <sighs> Steve, I fear for your life. I, I'm sure all the Doctor Who fans are just listening, waiting for me to make some sort of comment about a phone police citizen booth box. I would. It's no laughing matter, Steve. If you went to a convention and started this, you'd be killed. I, I have no desire to go to a convention. Well, if you found yourself at one accidentally. Well, that could like happen. Like you thought you were going to an eBay convention, but you'd read it wrong, and it was actually a Doctor Who convention. Yeah, because they're spelled so similarly. <laughs> maybe, maybe you didn't have your glasses on that morning when you booked yes. the ticket, and we're like, "Oh, that looks like it. I'm going to go there." Some weird internet glitch. <laughs> it's a glitch in the Matrix, Steve. Yeah, your reality's all fucked up. I mean, you don't call the internet your. They, you don't call your computer the internet box, even though that's what you do with it for the most part. I'm gonna start calling it the internet box, Steve. So why would you call it a police box? I don't know. I think he explained it to you quite aptly, Steve. Yeah, but I disagree. <sighs> I mean, to us, it looks like a phone booth. The phone booth. But. To them, it was a certain thing, Steve, and it, it means something else. It's not a way for you to communicate with other people. It's a way for you to communicate with the police. Police are other people. They are, but it, it, it not necessarily like for you to communicate in any possible way. With a phone booth, you can call the police or you can call anybody you want. Right, right. Why do they have to have a special box just for the police? You got me. Yeah. Doesn't make any sense. I don't fucking know. If you can use a regular phone booth, 
or communication box, whatever you want to call it. I love seeing payphones nowadays. They're like a fucking relic from a lost era. You still have a few in this town. I remember when I, I, I worked for Coca-Cola, uh, stocking shelves for a while in grocery stores and that's how we would clock in and clock out we have to use we'd use the payphone at the store we started at and we'd use the payphone at the store we stopped at when um when i used to do produce uh, at a grocery store i used to stock produce to send the orders in we had to hold this machine up to the phone receiver oh yeah it would send noises over the phone and that's how the order got transmitted like a fax machine or something yeah it was crazy weird, but it worked. Yeah, I remember shit like that. Um, yeah. When I worked when I worked for Humpty Dumpty, which was a local chip company in Maine, um, they no longer are a company in Maine. They're owned by a company out of Canada now. Um, we had our uh, handheld devices that we punch our orders in and everything, and it would give a. It, that's how we got paid. With all our sales, all of our invoices were in there. So we'd have to. T- it was called TCOM send the information back to the the office every night so we it, the people who were out and out away from the office who couldn't come in had their deliveries you know of chips for the week delivered to them to sell they had to do it over the phone line and the rest of us could just put it in a cradle at the fucking shop and you know send all of our information back but it was it was interesting how things were before now I mean, now everything's fucking pretty simple when it comes to that shit you pop on a fucking website or they've got everything in the the handheld to it's wireless it just connects to the internet you know it, it way easier now than it was before i remember when we had to transmit this information we had to do it at a specific time like uh, 601 or some bullshit like that. And if you didn't, if you didn't start the transmission at that time, you had to wait another whole week. Oh. <laughs> it's crazy. Was that the or only another time the fucking something. server was accepting the fucking transmission? I'm guessing. It was, yeah, it was on a Sunday night at like 6 o'clock or something, and it had to be done then. If you waited, I'm sure there was a acceptable time period like 601 to 615 or something like that. But Right. If you didn't do it, it was either a day, the next day you had to do it, or a whole week. Because if you didn't get it in that night, then your order would be delayed by a week. It was crazy, wow. stupid. But now it's like all instant. You know, you, you could do it anytime and have it the next day or whatever. But back in those days. Yeah. It was like the 90s, mid-90s. We've and, and that's the thing. As a culture, we've gotten things so fast now. Like everything is fucking super fast in comparison to what it used to be, but we still bitch. Oh yeah, you know it. It, it amazes like Louis C.K. God rest his soul. He jerked off and now he's gone. Um, he he made a comment, a joke about being on a plane and bitching about you know how long things were taking and the fact that there was no Wi-Fi on the plane. It's like, dude. And then he he goes into this whole thing of. It, it, that's fucking trite. It's stupid. Mm-hmm. Like we're on a plane. That's you it's fucking hundreds of years ago. You couldn't get there that fast. No, it take it, to cross the country. It would take you months. Yeah. 
<laughs> but but we we are so accustomed to our lifestyles now that we bitch about mm -hmm. everything. Everything. If it's not instant, we bitch. Yeah. Yeah, I'm probably you know right up there with the best of them on that sometime. Well, in a way, you kind of were tonight at the beginning of the show with your phone. I was. Oh yeah, I'm still kind of pissed off about it. It's, and, and I'm going to ask the chat for some technical advice here. Um, oh boy. I, the charging symbol comes up, you know, where you plug the wire in and then it'll flash over to the Apple symbol and then it'll flash back to the charging symbol, then to the Apple symbol. And it just keeps doing that. Uh, something's fucked up with your phone, Steve. Yeah, I know that. Uh-huh. I just uh, don't know what. I, I, you know, I would say take it into Apple and see if they can just diagnose it quickly. What happens if you don't have an Apple uh, store around? Uh, we well, I don't know what to tell you, Steve. Like you can try taking it into away. the to the cell phone store where you got it from. Yeah, I'll have to do that tomorrow. It better be fucking working. But a lot of times, if it's an iPhone, they'll tell you that you have to go to Apple. I don't. We don't have an Apple store. I'm sorry. I'm not going to drive two hours. Find the nearest one. Two hours? Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. Find Minnesota. yourself an Asian store that <laughs> repairs phones and stuff. Wow. Did you just... What? Did he just... An Asian store. Yeah, that sells... That unlocks phones and stuff. We've got them all over England. Those people oh. are geniuses. Does it have to be... I mean, what if they're Middle Eastern? Is that okay, too? It's the same... Yeah. Wow. Indians. What if they're What if they're white Americans? Yeah, no, those people suck. Oh. You're going to want to find some Asians or Indians to deal with that. Is it okay if I just look in the phone book for the first Asian name I see? No, that that's one? racist. You have no, to find it. I'm just... That's the point I'm making, Richard. I'm not being racist. They're very good at that sort of thing. <laughs> There's like five that's, shots. That's like racially profiling, town. Richard. I hate to break it to you. Oh, for fuck's sake. Look, there's two things those kinds of people are really good at, okay? It's repairing phones and blowing shit up. <laughs> wow. Holy fuck, man. Can you mute him? <laughs> the the opinions of Richard Allen do not represent the opinions of the forty and slip. Holy shit! <laughs> I couldn't fucking have stopped myself for all of King Midas's go. Obviously, they're not good at blowing shit up. I was just being massively racist. Oh, so now they're bad at blowing shit shit up. Ah, uh, they are That's really fucking... good with phones though. There's like five of those shops in my town, and every time my phone breaks, I just take them to them, and they can fix it in like twenty minutes. We just lost half of. Uh... Uh, Asia as our listener base now. Thanks, Richard. <laughs> all over. That was incredibly racist of me. I it do was. apologize. I know what you mean. But it was but... hilarious. <sighs> uh, okay. <sighs> I don't know where we go from there, Steve. I think we're probably just done. I think we're going to shut I, down I, by I, YouTube now. I, I, I don't know. I didn't have much tonight anyway, Steve, to be honest with you. Yeah, I know. You asked me about a show topic earlier. Of course, I was driving on the road. I didn't have much time to respond and think about things, but uh, it's been a long week. Yeah, it has. I've had a fun week. Um, yeah, so I'm, I'm aware. 
Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Some of it. So I, uh, I don't know. I think we're going to cut it early tonight, Steve. Wow. Fuck it. Yeah. Fuck it. But I didn't get my phone answer. Well, the chat. The, the, the chat isn't going to help you. We got some intelligent people in the chat. I would say, uh, go with what Richard said, but instead of, uh, you know, the way he said it, just find a store that repairs phones. What if I smash it with a hammer? Um, that isn't going to fix it. If I smacked the side of the TV back in the day, it worked. Maybe I was. <sighs> nope. Uh, no. Nope. Wow. It shut off. Oops. Yeah. Oh, there it is. It <laughs> <That> was close. <laughs> I don't think I. Yeah, I think Richard ruined it for us tonight. I think we we're gonna have to shut this thing down. Yeah. I just. I Thanks, don't, Richard. I, I don't have anything tonight. I'm. I'm out. So, yeah. I, I mean, I I wanted to talk about having teeter on and or possibly having teeter on. I didn't want to count my chickens before they hatch, but it's, a, it's in a way it's kind of a big get, even if it isn't. Yeah, yeah. So, and I wonder if I wonder if it's just a hobby for him. Maybe we'll have to ask him. Yeah, we'll have to ask him. But anyway, this has been the forty and slip. Episode 24, if I could put time travel in a bottle, uh, check out, oh, man, fucking hey, I'm all discombobulated tonight, Steve. If you like this shit, hit the little thumbs up button. If you don't, hit the little thumbs down button. Leave a comment, subscribe. Uh, check out Matt Knapp at youtube.com forward slash Bigfoot Crossroads. Check out Bigfootin' with Keith and Colin on Facebook. It's Richard's comic strip. As always, check out Dread Fun at dreadfun.com and youtube.com forward slash dreadfun. Um, and you can check out a guy named Bob at youtube.com forward slash parabreakdown. Um, and, and hopefully, some say he's a dickhead. Hopefully, we will be back next Sunday with John Teeter, or supposedly John Teeter, um, for an interview. I don't know how it'll go. I hope it goes well, but... Eh. Unless something in the timeline doesn't work out or we're in the wrong timeline. That might happen. And then we're all fucked. Yeah. So we might want to come up with an alternative subject or not. No. Yeah. Unless, you know, the testing of the audio goes shitty and I can't get it in touch with him. You know, that would be the only reason, I think. But right. he seemed to be on board. So. All right. So we'll go. We'll see what happens. But ah, have a good week. Sorry the show was a little light this week. See ya!